Good day. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Girl Cave Podcast. We are on episode four, and I am, yeah, (laughs) I am Leah, (laughs) and I have my bestie with me, Sparkle. Say what's up. Hi, (laughs) everybody. What's good? (laughs) What's good? Today, we have a topic. It is very deeply rooted so some of you may be able to relate um we are talking about toxic parents and how and if you can't relate you're blessed amen hello (laughs) it may be both it may be one but Mm -hmm. lord jesus but before we get into that how is your week like how are you feeling this week my week has been great um awesome yeah it's been really great and I try to even though if there are things that may happen I'm always gonna say that my week is great because I got through it you know what I mean so from work to mommy being mom being in mommy mode and just everything <laughs> everything has been great <laughs> that's good I feel blessed to have have to you know to be able to get through another week that that's definitely a blessing. I always say that now every day because there's just so much going on in the world. It's a blessing oh, yeah. to even just make it through the day safely. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's definitely life is a gift. So it is, and here we are doing our uh, fourth episode, which yes. is so exciting. I'm so, so. excited. How about you? Your week's been good. My week's been good. I took a little mini vacay. Um, to Florida and just got some sun. I saw that. Yeah. So, real funny story. You you know Lynette. So, <laughs> she mm-hmm. calls me like two weeks ago and was like, yeah, me and my med school friends, we're going to Florida. You want to come? First of all, she already planned out the whole trip before I could even say yes or no. So, <laughs> <laughs> these are the days you can come and then the ticket is like $30 and then we already have everything and I'm like okay girl I'm in there but yeah Lynette's perfect she's perfect. like the person to travel with like yeah everything <laughs> yes hi Lynette hey Nettie <laughs> she's probably gonna be like girl <laughs> but yeah it was pretty cool um I'm just now getting back to getting some rest today so I'm amped up and ready to go that's good that's good that's good well let's let's jump into our topic shall we yes so it was funny because I was actually texting Diamond this morning um and I sent her a link to an article that popped up on my Facebook those internet bots are real because first of all I didn't say anything about toxic parents on Facebook but the article popped (laughs) up (laughs) it was about toxic and absent parents and a question that they had was, which parent did the most harm? Was it the toxic one or the absent one? And in some cases, it could be one or it could be both. So, Diamond, which one would that be for you? Um, being that I do have both, I will, I'm not going to say one is greater than the other. Right. They both have some type of effect on me. But... Um, I would probably say 
it's hard, you know. Yeah, it's really hard, especially when in a way I would say. Yes, exactly. In a way, I would say absent, and in a way, I would say toxic. Right. But um, I honestly, I probably would say absent. I probably would say absent. Okay. And why absent? Well, because whenever you're missing one parent, you're not getting the effects of having, you know, two parents and. Yeah, exactly. And then that also leads to stuff later on in life when you right. you become an adult. Mm-hmm. And especially an absent father. When you have an yes. absent father and like it, he, you don't have anyone there to show you, you know, look, this is supposed to treat you. This is real love. This because it all starts with your father. It all starts it, with your father. You know what I mean? And it this is why people grow up to be the way they are, especially when it comes to relationships with other people. And I just, I would definitely say an, an absentee, uh, absent um, yeah. parent. Mm-hmm. Um, it leads to abandonment issues. It leads to um, you not knowing what real love is. So if someone real comes around, you don't know what you it is. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It, it, it it just it it starts so much stuff that you sh- that shouldn't be happening to the to the to the human. You know what I mean? Like it just it's it's hard. Yeah, that is definitely um, a thing. And for some people, you might have an absent father. Some people might have an absent mother, and mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. cases, you might have both, and that really takes an effect on on God <laughs> and how you interact with other people because you just you don't let people get too close because you just don't know how it's going to be because you already know how it's been with your parents so that's that's your blood exactly. that's someone that came from so exactly and also like with the whole toxic mm-hmm. parent that really affects me more yeah with raising my child oh okay now that the parenthood the parent mm-hmm. part the parenting part of it that toxic parent mm-hmm. um that really affects how you raise your children um it's you know we talk about it all the time about breaking generational curses and that's that toxic right. stuff you know what i mean you're trying to break that toxic not, stuff from your from how you were raised and not and carry it over and you try to say i'm not gonna mm-hmm. be like this exactly you don't want to be like them and sometimes you catch yourself you you can actually catch yourself being like your parent and you're like not even know it's almost habitual sometimes like oh my god like this is what i said i didn't want to do it's because it's what you it's it's been set in stone Mm -hmm. in you it's how you grew up so you feel like maybe that's right but then in ways this is when this is where relationships with your parents can get messed mm-hmm. up because they want you to raise your children a certain way and you're like this no. is my child <laughs> you know what I mean no yeah. it's not right it's not right how you did it is not right the world changes mm-hmm. every day it's Things not right change. now you know that's true mm-hmm. what about what about you like what what parent toxic or absent? I would say for me um because for me it's just one parent and it's my mm-hmm. dad, my biological dad. Um, he was absent. Mm-hmm. And although I had great men in my life, I have my 
stepfather and I had my grandfather who have always been there for me. Mm-hmm. But I think I had a, a bit of a struggle because, yes, I have all this love over here, but you still feel like this emptiness, sort of say, to say, because I didn't have my biological dad around. And so mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. sometimes when you have another parent, like my mother, I don't think she understood that per se. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like I could express that without it, you know, being an issue. But as a child, I yeah. harbored it. So when I lashed mm-hmm. out, it mm-hmm. came out as anger towards the towards the parent that is present. Or it would come out as me just being really to myself some days. And it's just hard. And so even with when I'm talking to someone, I don't let them get attached or I try not to get attached because I feel like at some point you're going to let me down. Because even when I got older, and I started to see my biological dad more, it was still Mm -hmm. situations where he would let me down or he would quote unquote promise me something and didn't come through. So Mm -hmm. even in adulthood, I still think about that and it's hard for me to cope with even even when he's trying to Mm -hmm. per se have a relationship, but he's really not trying. So... Yeah. Right. Right. It's just a lot. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way about my dad too. You know, um, I had him for, I would say, the first four years mm-hmm. of my life, and then my parents divorced, and then we moved to Texas. I okay, guys. I was born in Louisiana, mm-hmm. and then we moved to Texas when I was like five years old, and so like. I always talk to, I talk to my dad a little bit more now and the whole situation was they got a divorce and they, my mom moved me and her to Texas. Well, one day I just remember like waking up and at our apartment in Texas and my dad was there Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, well, and my dad was like, you know, I'm coming here for you. Like I moved to Texas because I want to be closer to you. Right. So I'm thinking, even if my parents don't get back together, I know my dad, like my dad moved here for me. Like he, he came right. for me. And so like he got his apartment. It was steady. Like I would go to his house on the weekends. He would come pick me up. We would go do things. And then when I was like about, um, probably like about seven or eight, he got heavy on mm. drugs, like bad. Like he was a drug, he was like a bad drug addict, you know? And then, like, he went into this rehab home, and he met this lady, and they got married. And then when they got married, it kind of, like, I just vanished out of his Mm. life. Exactly. She had kids. They had a child together. I would try to come, you know, it would always be me trying to save the relationship and not Mm. my dad. Like, it would, mind you, I was young. I was young. Like, people are, like... You know, people are always questioning, like, why she's so mature for her age, and why she's so mature for her As age? A girl I don't know why yeah. she's me, you know? 
Exactly. So I will always be the one trying to say, I want to go see my dad. I want to go see my dad. And luckily, my mom's husband at the time would take me to go see my dad, wow. you know, and then it would just be his wife, like his wife. She did not like me. And I had no reason. Like, I don't know why she don't like like she don't like mm. me. And it just started going away. Like our relationship just started like just vanishing. He would never call. And I would see him every what other two two. Two wow years. years no every two years <laughs> like it was wow. it was that bad you know sometimes he'll call like he will call mm-hmm. randomly or it wasn't no calls at all so that's like you coming in yeah. and out and then it just goes to relationships with people in and like out guys you coming in and mm-hmm. out what are you doing like after a while it's just like man what in the world is going right. on it's sad and it yeah. hurts it hurts it's it's gotta hurt because it's, you it's just just hearing the correlation between your father and relationships. It's like I've already mm-hmm. been through this. I don't mm-hmm. want to keep going through this with you. And the part that always confuses me is when okay, you the parents split, and then the man finds another wife. I don't ever see how you mm. could not like that person's child because that child is an extension of him or of her. And if you're dating them or if you're married to them, that's something that you need to accept. Like that's no, even that's no exceptions for that. You have to accept them and yep. you should want to build that relationship. But so. no, they exactly but again they don't have to accept it and that's up to that should have been up to my dad whether he wanted to continue on with this lady and he chose to do that that's true you know what I mean like it's like it kind of felt like I didn't matter like oh my daughter yeah that's her because I want to be with you and I'm gonna help and I'm and I'm and I'm gonna be with you and I'm gonna marry you and I'm gonna be a father to your children but I'm not gonna you know I'm in that in that correlation right there you shouldn't have you shouldn't have forgotten about your mm-hmm. blood. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to let you know this now. Roles yep. change. Your dad, your parents take care of you, but one day your parents are going to need mm-hmm. you to take care of them. And this is where I am right now currently with the situation with my father. 17 years, he hasn't been there. But now his wife of 17 years, the one that he chose over me, mm. is has Gone. left him. Took his daughter with them, with her, and left somewhere else. And my dad is very sick. He's a very she don't sick give man. A fuck now. He's very sickly. She don't give a damn. Wow. And now my dad calls me almost every day. Yeah, every so day my dad always, almost he calls me. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But you know what? And I had to get a lot of. I had to think about mm-hmm. it a lot because forgiveness. I've always been taught to forgive right. people always now did I forgive him at first no I did not I didn't because I was so upset with him or what he did and now it's just like you know what this is my father at the end of the day at the end of the day this is my dad you know at the end of the day he knows what he did if you apologize or if you don't apologize that's up to you but in my heart, and I have to do it in my heart. I can't just say it because I right. not mean it. In my heart, I forgive you. I'm going to take care of you any way I, I can. Any way I can, I'm going to help 
I'm going to help you with something. And so that's where I am right now. It's been really hard with him. I'm sure. Very hard. That's very hard. (laughs) That's something that you have to, you have to go deep inside of yourself and pull that out and say, okay, this is something I'm going to just forgive. I'm not going to forget, but I'm choosing to move on at all and help you at all. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not. And trust me, I've been through therapy sessions as well. You know what I mean? I've been through therapy sessions as well. Like it's been hard because this man, I, and I'm not going to sit here and lie. I once loved that man to death. Like I was, I'm my dad's firstborn. He only has two kids. He only has two kids. It's me and his other daughter. I'm his firstborn. And my dad was there for, he taught me, he potty trained me. He taught me how to ride a bike. He taught me a lot of stuff. All right. But at the same time, the way you just got up and you left, yeah. that messed me up. up into yeah, adulthood, overall. Up into adulthood. Like, child, when I say. That's, a, that, that's, <laughs> that's really taking somebody's heart and tearing it into a thousand pieces. That's emotional strain. That's mental strain that that, that shit mm-hmm. don't just go away. Like, I don't think people really understand the extent of of the child especially when they're young like that and they don't completely understand right at the moment but as time goes on everything starts to make sense and it's like damn this is how you treat me and it's crazy black ink last night just catching up and the situation with Sky and her son it just kind of made me think about that she's trash yeah she's like trash. that made me cry. she's trash like wow I don't even have like, words how do you tell how do you tell your child you should have I should have swallowed yeah. you like are you serious that right broke now? my heart like I don't care what you have she has to understand these are kids that she left they're trying to they're going through their own mental strain, emotional strain as well. Like they're trying to get used to this situation. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you're still getting to know them. How dare you say something like that? And- I think, I honestly think if a, mm, just how, how I would be, like I wouldn't even try to open up that door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, she was the one that was like, my sons, I want my sons, and you know, begging to see them and everything like that. But then this is how you turn out yeah. to be with them. You have to understand they have an issue with you. It don't matter how, how like you try to make it look good. They got an issue with you because you gave yeah. them up. Like, are you serious yeah. right now? That's true. Like, you can't expect them to be all open arms one of them was the other one wasn't but it's very understandable and I understand why he wasn't I understand why he wasn't he already knew what was up he was older Mm -hmm. he knew yep he know you know now he can see through the bullshit because he looked like he he doesn't take any shit (laughs) so girl up in these Dallas streets that's what that's what yeah that's true I forgot they are they are from (laughs) Dallas like that Mm -hmm. that's crazy and for your mother, someone that had you to talk to you like that, no matter how long it's been, how dare you? That's what, I, that's what went right. through my head watching it. Like, how dare you? And this young man, mm-hmm. he is just getting out of high school. He's still really around that age. You're still figuring out your emotions and how you feel about things. 
So that's definitely a tough space for him. Girl. And then she caught herself like going on live and after the after the whole situation had aired or whatever and she was just like, I'm a work in progress and da 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 I'm just like, Are you crazy? You should never tell a child that Yeah. You know? Just just like last night with my daughter. Me and her, we have we know I try to spend as much time as I can right. with her, you know, because it's just she she want you could just tell when she wants your attention. So I just try to So I was going over some words with her and um she acts like she doesn't know but she really knows. So I have to t- I have to direct her and tell her you need to sound out this word. Sound out this word and right. you know. So it came up to a comment when I was like Aubrey, you're not dumb. You're mm-hmm. smart. Just like that. But in a sense, she felt like I was calling her dumb, you know? So she started crying. She bawled her eyes out. And I was like, Aubrey, I didn't call you dumb, sweetheart. I said, you're not dumb. You're smart. Now, she was like, Mom, but you said dumb to me. You said dumb to me. And I'm just like, okay, well, yeah. And I was just like, you know what? I'm and, And this is something that my mom would not do. Apologize. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, but what I'm telling you, and I have to I have to break stuff down to her because she's very, she wants to know why. Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't just tell her something and then not have a like and have a going. meaning behind. Yeah, it, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I said, well, what I am trying to tell you is, you are a very smart girl. Okay, there's there knowledge is is something that you do not lack. I have to put it into her like that. Mm-hmm. And then so then she was like, okay. So then we started continuing on. That's something different that I have. That's a different approach that I have to take with her. And it's been hard for me. Right. It's hard. I'm so freaking being, trying not to be a toxic parent. Because Scott, she's toxic. Oh, yeah. She's very toxic. Right. That, <laughs> I agree with what Caesar said. Like, they should probably just go their separate ways for now and let time kind of do its thing because this right now is not mm-hmm. working. But yes, exactly. And that just came comes to like I said, I have both absent and toxic. Yeah. And I had to have this conversation with my mom too. Um and I told her and I was like, you know what, once we're once I leave, I don't plan on, you know, having contact, you know, being here all the time or having contact with you all the time right now because the situation between you and I is toxic. Right. It's toxic. You know, because I want to, I'm not trying to be you. I don't want to be you. I don't want your ways. I don't want your traits. I don't want anything like that. So something, some things I can't just continue on, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, my parenting style is different. How I am, um, how I am as an adult is different. It's not the same, you know? Yeah. And she doesn't like it. She hates it. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, that's very big of you to at least have that conversation with your mom and let her know what it is, because I think a lot of parents, they get this notion that you kind of still need to go off of how they view things and how they did things. And that's not the case. How they grew up. And still, you need to still respect me for how I go about things in my life now mm-hmm. whether it's what you would have mm-hmm. done or what you wouldn't have done it's me it's not you mm-hmm. but exactly that's just 
just a strange thing. I think we have this, me and her have this, um, we always have this disagreement about guys. Mm, right? mm-hmm. and, the, and the disagreement is this, because this is how she grew up. How she grew up was, if you're talking to a man, then a man need to do something for you. Mm. He needs to do this for you. He needs to make sure if he's taking up your time, then he needs to pay this. He needs to do this for you. Me, I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. Because I feel like we're not in that time. We're not in that time. And I'm not the type of person that, oh, just because if somebody I talk to got money or whatever, like I'm supposed to have my hand right. out. That's not me. I will not ask a man for nothing. And, and and that's just how I am. Um, if I talk to someone and I'm just like, I like time. I like to yeah. time. You know what I mean? I'm not going to ask you to pay a bill. I'm not about okay. to do that. I'm sorry. Because it's like, for what? <laughs> what am I doing? What are we doing here? I, I, I'm not, I'm not, and this is where we clash. We clash at a lot because I'm like, I'm not that, I'm not that type of woman. I'm not that type of woman. That's not what I do. And I and I'm sorry, but this is the time period. And if you feel like that's the, you feel like I'm I didn't got I didn't got called dumb for it because that's how wow. I am. I don't care. I don't how care. Do you call I'm not asking. Dumb. I'm not asking no man to pay no bill for me. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's dumb. <laughs> Honestly, to me, it's like you're right. We are in different times. For one. But sometimes you can attract the wrong man that way when you're just hand out, hand out, hound out. Then he's going to start looking at you Girl, like, okay, yes. what you going to do for it? So, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so it's like catch 22 with that. So, yeah. yeah. That's what my brother said too. I talked to my brother about it because, you know, I always go to my brother about everything. Yeah. Uh, in, repl- in place of my father, my brother was always the go-to person for everything mm-hmm. and I ask, still ask them for stuff right. you know what I mean that's the man I will ask something for right. you know and so my brother was basically like in a way you know that's not good you know that you that you ask for a man mm-hmm. for something you ain't you ain't you ain't in the, that's old prostitute mind state. yeah that's what my brother said it's old prostitute mind state like you nah that ain't but then he was like in a way it's good because if you if you out here doing stuff with him like having sex with him and all this stuff like that and yeah and I was just like okay so but I'm not doing none of that yeah. you know what I mean like I'm not I'm not doing that and so then he was like okay well then don't listen to nothing she got to say and then he'll turn around and be like what you need that's what he'd be like he'll turn around and be like what you like, need thank How much you, you brother need? or whatever you know yes yeah, because my brother always got my back he'll tell me when I'm right and he'll tell me when I'm right. wrong even when I don't want to hear it he'll tell me when I'm wrong and he'll tell me when I'm right and I respect that but in this situation I was just like yeah because he already know how toxic our mommy right. is it ain't it's not a, it's, it's it's already known you know but we still love her and we still try to is. we just understand that she's at her age when she's stuck in her mm-hmm. ways you know but don't try to rub that off on your on your right. kids because no, because y- y'all are still learning, still growing up. Not still growing up, but you know, still going through life and figuring out life. Like that's not. And I think parents need to. Some parents are able to dig and see like their wrongs and the stuff that they've done, and some mm. are not. And <laughs> yeah, 
that's really hard because it's like it's very hard because they don't want to go through help Mm -mm, they don't want to go through counseling they don't want to go through nothing in their eyes there's nothing wrong with them at all yeah and I just realized the other day I was talking to my cousin I I was actually talking to my cousin um when I was home for Christmas and she Mm -hmm. because her and her father they have a their own situation going on but she called him actually and she was just telling him like you know what I'm realizing that this is why I am with men because the men don't give me a good representation of what I'm supposed to be looking for and Mm. I that resonated with me because I'm like I think about that with my dad too because you know how every episode I'm always talking about communication and comprehension and attention mm-hmm. and then I tied mm-hmm. that back to my mm-hmm. father because I don't get that from him and it's always he wants us to do everything make sure you keep in contact with me make sure um I hear from you like like you're yeah, the father. like why am I yeah. doing all the work and even when I do all the work you don't reciprocate that so I'm sitting here going out of my way to communicate to text you even if that's not what you do, I mean, you could text back, hey, if it's a woman that you're pursuing, you'll do that. But when it's your child, it's another situation. Like, yeah. the first time I ever took any type of long trip with my dad was literally like three years ago. And I'm 30. So we get here to Atlanta before I actually moved here to Atlanta. And the first thing that he is doing, he is looking for his homies and he is out the door, like doing his own thing. Literally, I woke up in the middle of the night at like two o'clock in the morning. He's on one of these apps talking to some woman. And I'm like, damn, but I can't even get you to call me on your own. <laughs> so it's just, it's definitely, I can't. yeah. That's why, I and can't. I'm like, like that's it. Is is that it's that type of reaction? Like I can't, like seriously. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, and I was half sleep thinking, like, really, mm-hmm. like you're 60 on an app talking to some woman, having a long, full blown conversation with her. Um, I think that's the first time I ever heard you talk that much over the phone. But hey, mm-hmm. who am I? <laughs> Let me go back yeah. to sleep because I'm not yeah. getting anything from you. So, yeah. I, it's just, yeah. <laughs> just so much. These, it is. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. And like I say, there are some people I know that their fathers were not there, but they had someone in place mm-hmm. of, you know? And like, I, I think that's a blessing as well. Oh, yeah. You know? And I always think about Aubrey because she's little. I mean, and she's five. And the whole situation with me and her father is like, I already knew what the situation was going to be when I got pregnant with Mm -hmm. her. And I just knew that I was not going to give my baby up. Right. You know? And he is there sometimes. And then he has those situations where he takes out his personal issues. I guess you could say like on his kids. Like he don't want, like he won't be there. Like, he may have a situation that he go through, so he shut down from everybody. Right. You know what I mean? But it's at the same time, I try to be cordial with this person. Um, I try not to dog him out. Right. You know what I mean? For the sake of your child. And so, like, yeah, for the sake of her, because little does, Ar- Arby doesn't know what's going right. on. Right. 
she loves her dad. You know, she's like, oh, I love my dad. I love my dad. She don't, she's not at that age yet to see exactly what's going mm-hmm. on, you know, but I feel like she does need a father figure in her life that's consistent, right. you know, like that's there. I mean, she can have her father. She can love her father. But in the same time, whenever I am pursuing something with someone, yes, I would, I do look at the fact that if they're going to accept my child yeah. or not. That's a big thing. You know, I'm not going to sit here and settle for someone or compromise with someone who can't accept my child, you know, and I also want him to be a good example. Even if we do have, even if me and that person have a child together as well, we are going to treat our kids equally with the same, you know, the same equally, you know? So I just, I just didn't want her to, I don't want her to grow up with a toxic parent, absent parent, you know, duo like I right. did. Because it's not. It's not healthy. I can tell you right now. It's not. And it makes you become a person. I have dealt with men. And now I'm just like, you know, you leave, you leave. You stay, you stay. Right. I don't care. Yeah, we're definitely at that age. And I don't want to be like that. Yeah. I don't want to be like that. I really don't. But that's how I am. Because I'm so used to it. You know what I mean? And my current situation right now, I don't know how it would end up. I don't know where it would go, where it would go. Mm-hmm. I always pray every day that it goes well or it, it, it leads to something very, you yeah. know. Something that you've um, never had before. Real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something I've never had before, something real. And I always pray every day for that person to give him clarity on what he wants as well. So we won't waste each other's time. You know what I mean? That's That's just personal with me. Girl, the whole toxic, the whole toxic absent parent thing is just very, like you said, deeply Mm -hmm. rooted. It's deeply rooted. It's up to us now to break it. Yeah, that's true. Not to let it, to break it, not to let it cause so much harm and not to let it be in the way, be a distraction, because sometimes those traits of your parents can be such a distraction and you might wean somebody out who really who really cares for you or who really isn't how you're thinking they're going to be. Um, but it, it does happen, so. Mm-hmm. It's just, <sighs> yeah. It happens a lot. It happens a lot, and then I have to work on, like, that's where I think when parenting comes in mm-hmm. involved, like you work, you have to work on yourself. Right. You know, like you don't want these traits that your parents had and, and that you probably picked up on, which means you need to go do some self evaluating and you need to go work on it. Yeah. You need to go work on yourself because I know whenever I did have her, when I did have my daughter, I was like, I'm not going to be like this. I'm not going to be this aggressive parent. I'm not going to be this one that's quick to hit and quick Mm -hmm. to do this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And at first, I kind of caught myself being like that. Like, I really did. Because I was just like, you know what? Nah, I can't. I'm not. No. I'm not going to put my hands on my child. I'm not going to do that. Because that does nothing. Yeah. I feel like if you're constantly hitting on the child, it's going to. They're going to pick up on that and think hitting is okay. This is why we have like an issue. We're having a little issue right now. We have to be like, keep your hands to yourself. Right. Once she but she's been doing very, very good. 
yeah, I'm like really excited right now because she's been very good at school lately. And it's like, now I have to tell her if she gets in trouble, I'm not whooping you. I'm not going to whoop you. I'm going to tell away. you. <laughs> I'm not. Exactly. You're not going to do ballet. You're not going to do tap dancing. You're not going to do cooking classes. That works. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's working. Yeah. Every day she has a good report now. You know what I mean? And if we if we don't have a good report, then we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about why you act the way you did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it was just like for probably like two months straight, Aubrey was acting out and I had no re- I had no idea why. Yeah. I had no I, idea I why. remember. But then it's, it's a complete 360 now because she knows she has these things that she loves to do. And if she acts like that, she she's, she's not them. getting she's not getting access to that. Yep. Like it's done. Yeah, I think like sitting because <laughs> that's extra money out of my pocket. Yeah, I, I think like sitting down and actually talking to them like what's going on. This is what it's gonna be. Sticks with them more because it's like in their head like, oh, this wrong parents told me, so I better not do this because mm-hmm. I ain't gonna get to do this after school. But yeah, that does happen. What do you think? Like whenever you become a parent, you think that would be your parenting style as well? You because I, I know we all want to not be like our parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really don't know because I wouldn't say well, as a child I don't remember because I was with my mom and my grandparents all the time. So my grandparents mm-hmm. they were the whoopers. My mom mm-hmm. she wasn't really a whooper. I I know she probably snatched me up a few times, but hey, Andrea, <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't. <laughs> I don't think it was a lot because I can't even pinpoint times where I got a whooping from my mom. Um, mm-hmm. So I really don't know how my parenting style would be because I don't think I would know until I actually meet that child and see what their personality is like. Because I feel like mm-hmm. people's parenting... I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people's parenting kind of goes off of how their child is now. Um, so some people may have mm-hmm. easygoing kids and they don't have to do too much and some may have um, a kid who needs a little bit more attention and so they have to do different <laughs> things so I feel like my child yeah. I don't know I haven't met the the young man or the young woman yet but if they're anything <laughs> like me I know it's going to be a test because I'm a trip but um... I would just like you <laughs> <laughs> See, it, the kids Y'all fall both off of how they are, who they're around, too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it really exactly. just depends. Who knows? Might just have to. I know one of the uh, tactics that my grandparents did with me was um, <laughs> the corner. <laughs> the old school sit mm. in the corner until you feel like you're ready mm-hmm. to come back and act right. And, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that got me together without hitting me. Like, okay, well, if you're not going to do mm-hmm. this, we'll just go have some time to yourself and think about what you want to do next. And that worked for me. So we'll see when they get here. I will definitely let you know <laughs> when your godchildren get here. How many kids do you want? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> see, I don't know because I used to want four kids. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. I think that has dwindled down to like two or three. But I've mm-hmm. always wanted boys. Like I've named one of them Landon, the other one's name is mm-hmm. Lane. Um, the other one's name might be Langston or something like that. But I've named them already. Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll see what God has planned for for the womb of mine. Yeah, but I want some more babies. I know you do. 
I think we both have this baby fever going on right now. <laughs> I want, I want, but you know what? Because you know how people be like, how many kids do you want? And usually I would be like, I want like three. Mm-hmm. Like three is a good number for me, you know? Right. But then I'd be like, hmm, let me just take into consideration the person that I'll be with, how right. many kids they want. Because they may want a whole basketball team. You know, like I'm here for it. (laughs) But but I mean, of of course, if we got if the if we financially stable to do that, you know. But (laughs) but now, like I do, I want some more kids. But I really want to do my next child right. You know what I mean? I want to make sure like that's going to be the man I'm going to be with and everything like that. Right. So it's just you know, I want me some. I want me some more little 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 toddlers, little infants walking around, you know. And I just want to go on Whenever the time and say that I'm so, I've gotten to watch you grow and blossom into this wonderful mother for Aubrey. And I know that when you have more kids, that that will just blossom even more. And you've had, you have worked so hard to be your own person when it comes to parenting for her. And it works. <laughs> So oh, thank you, best friend. So, Aubrey <laughs> is amazing. Um, I was gonna say y'all she know, is. but y'all don't know, but she is. <laughs> and she's amazing. She's so independent. Mm-hmm. She's just outspoken. Lord Jesus. She'll have a whole grown-up conversation oh, with yeah. you. Like questions. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I asked her, like, Aubrey, what's going on? She's like, I don't know. And you know, like she's gonna give you a, <laughs> a straight up answer. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Like, she's very inquisitive. So that just goes to very. show how your parenting style and how you are with your child, that will that will be how you know if they're going to express themselves or if they're going to feel comfortable to come to you with anything. And she will definitely be the mm-hmm. child who will have no issues to coming with you, coming to you about how she feels. And that's a good thing because that helps prevent kids oh, from going nowhere. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. You are right mm-hmm. because I try not to be like, don't talk back to me, mm-hmm. but she likes to express how she feels. Right. And she'll be like, but, you know, I'm just so frustrated right now. <laughs> I don't, I'd be like, okay, I understand, you know, like, I'd be trying to let her express herself because I didn't get to do that. Me. You know what I mean? It was more like, quit talking back to mm-hmm. me. And it was like a pop in my mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, uh, nah, this is a way I'm trying to break that as well. I want my kids to express how they feel. Right. You know what I mean? And not consider it at Consider it as them talking back. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Because they are feeling some type of way. Oh my God. Say that again. Now that's one thing when I was growing up, I felt that's why when people are like, You're so soft spoken, I think that's one of the reasons why. Because growing up, it was always don't talk back or what you say. And you felt you Mm start getting defensive when you you get scared to even say anything or to express yourself and you feel like you can't express yourself because you you have a fear of talking back or you're going to get in trouble for saying how you feel or and your parents not understanding where you're coming from because you can't say it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's hurtful even to adulthood sometimes I feel like I can't I can't express oh exactly yes because even to this day again with the toxic mm-hmm. parent I will, you know, my mom will come and say something. And I'm like, well, no, you know, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm going to defend myself mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you how I feel. But even to this day, I'm almost 30. You guys remember almost yeah. 30. And even to this day, my mom's like, don't talk back mm-hmm. to me. Even to this day, do not talk back to me. And like, 
almost like about to pop me. Yeah. You know, like I'm like I'm ten years old, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, Oh, oh no, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it it's like they have that, to break that, I guess it's just old school thinking of you're thinking that your child is being disrespectful and they're actually not being disrespectful. They're just trying to tell you how they feel. And that goes mm-hmm. back into with people who have kids who are getting bullied or they're they're depressed. Like people don't understand that. I hate when people say you're too young to be depressed. You're too young for all this. No, they're not. <laughs> like, have you not seen how these kids act exactly. these days? Are you kidding me? Kids are committing suicide. <laughs> kids are they're turning to other avenues to express how they feel because they're not getting to express that at home. So why not be open at home and have open dialogue at home to where you're not judging your child and you're not feeling like they're being disrespectful. You're getting to understand how they're feeling so they can get that out mm-hmm. and not carry that when they leave the house. Ooh. Exactly. That's, that's exactly. It's, it's, it's very, very like a deep situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we can probably talk about this for hours yes. because it's so much that that happens even with when you're a child whenever it can having a toxic parent can mess up remember when we talked about insecurities make you have insecurities Mm -hmm. can can make you have emotional problems can make you have trust problems it can it can cause so much yeah you know what I mean and it's sad it's really sad and it's up but we can blame our parents for so long right until it's to the point where it's up to us if we want to change it you know what I mean? It's up to us. If we want to change it um, emotionally, internally, psychologically, and through our par- through parenthood. Right. And like I always say, parents, I know? always say the number one thing is awareness. You know how you grew up and what traits mm-hmm. shaped how you think about things. And then once you are aware of that, then you're able to move on to the step of changing it or reversing that exactly exactly all you have to do is just know Mm -hmm. like you know this is how you grew up this like you knew you know what type of parents that you Mm -hmm. have and now it's up to you to change it which means you may need to do some self-evaluating like I stated earlier go through some therapy Mm -hmm. sessions go through some things because you know it's it's rooted in you as well so now you need to go ahead and work on that and try to reverse it. It's hard as hell. And I'm not going to sit here and lie because personally speaking, going through the therapy sessions and talking about certain things, it's, it's very exhausting. Yeah, It's tiring. <laughs> and like, it, it literally is like, I will come home from therapy sessions ready to take a nap. Cause I was just like, went through it and just talked about so much, mm-hmm. cried so much. And it's your body. Like, okay, well, at least I'm one. Yeah, but at least I'm one step closer to not being what I like, like what I grew up around, you know? So you're addressing those things. I think that's another thing with some Mm -hmm. parents, they don't want to address it. Um, Not at all. They're so stuck in their ways that it's like Mm -hmm. if you even mention something that's wrong or something that you feel is toxic, they automatically feel disrespected. And it's like it's not it's not yeah. even that. Like there's, they, they'll, it's like they don't know. Like it's not nothing wrong with them. Yeah, they think nothing is wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yep. Like <sighs> you don't take the time mm-hmm. to understand it. Once again, sitting down and understand where someone is coming from instead of automatically taking offense to it. Just do better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
exactly trust me i've asked my mom plenty of times if we want to if she wanted to go through counseling and she was opposed. it's not me it's you no it's, mm. it's, it's that it's not me it's you mm. line and i'm just like okay you know what i'm not gonna ask no more i've tried exactly i've tried you know that it is what it is now I just know not to grow up and try to and then be that type of parent. If my baby wants to sit down and talk to me, I want her to be able to come and talk to right. me. That's another thing because you know how we grew up. Mm-hmm. There's some things you can't go and talk to your parents about. Right. You know, you just can't there's a fear because you already know how they're going to react. Yeah, you already know how they're going to react, and I'm trying to make sure that my baby can come and talk to me about anything. I don't want her hiding nothing from me. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yep. I feel like it should be an open door policy for your kids. So exactly. Like we got we're gonna have to have a safe place. Yeah. That that <laughs> that's the home like should a safe... be the safe place. The home should be where you feel comfortable to okay, mom, dad, let me let me sit down and talk to you. It should be judgment free. It should be mm-hmm. hell, at some points it should be comment free and just let me talk and get what I have to say out first. And then mm-hmm. you know, give me advice instead of coming at me. You know. Mhm. 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 Exactly. So I agree. <sighs> I agree. Well, <laughs> this was this was a this was a very good subject. You know, therapeutic. I, I really think it was um, very therapeutic, very eye opening. Mm-hmm. I hope eye opening for our listeners as well. Yes. Um, also. For our listeners to take into consideration that everybody's background is different. Mm-hmm. Everybody does not have two parent households. Everyone does not have a mom household or just, you know, a dad household. There's an absent parent, you know, somewhere. Yep. You know, and also, I want to thank y'all for listening. Yes, always. Again. <laughs> always always thank you for listening and make sure you um guys... this is our fourth episode mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> we're always like <laughs> what were you about to say oh make sure what <laughs> oh no i was just gonna say make sure you guys follow at the girl cave podcast on ig um we hope that these episodes are helping you hoping they're inspiring you and yeah finish what you were gonna say <laughs> <laughs> and just tune in every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Have your glass of wine. Yes, yeah, sometimes these subjects can get very deep. Grab your tissue. Um, also, we want to hear, exactly, grab your backs of tissue. You know, send us your advice. Send, it, send us your comments. Send us anything that you feel that, you know, will help us to help you. Yeah. Or you guys can send us topics, too, that you want us to speak on. We're here for it. Yes. Yes, (laughs) we are. So, So again, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Girl Cave this evening. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys. We cannot wait to talk to you guys next Tuesday. Yes. So, you guys have a blessed rest of the week. And you guys Mm -hmm. have a great night. All right. Bye. Kisses.
Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's segment. We want to hear from you. If you have advice on tonight's segment or if you have stories or questions that you would like to share with us, go ahead and DM us on our Instagram, The Girl Cave Podcast. Again, that's The Girl Cave Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you.